Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, Paul here from Redmen TV. Let's go through all the biggest headlines around Liverpool Football Club today. Um, and let's be honest, they're very Jude Bellingham-centric, as you would imagine. Uh, loads and loads of pieces to get through. If you want to get more on each of these stories, we, of course, have got our live streams 9pm from Sunday to Thursday on the YouTube channel, uh, where you get to have your say on all of the big topics uh, affecting Liverpool Football Club in that given day. And beyond that, we go even deeper uh, with shows like Journal Insight on a Thursday with Neil Jones of Goal.com. We are also speaking to a variety of journalists through the week, including David Lynch. Uh, who was the one who broke the news of the Qatari-Saudi consortium lining up a £3.2 billion offer for the Mighty Reds from FSG. So yeah, if you want more Liverpool content in more depth and detail, then uh, there's this, but also yeah, go deeper on redmanplus.com. Um, okay, we're going to kick things off uh, with the headline that the FA, and this doesn't sound Liverpool related immediately, but bear with me on this one. The FA will look to persuade Gareth Southgate not to step down from his role as England manager after the World Cup, according to the Times. Uh, this comes following reports that claim Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp, among others, was being touted by the FA as Southgate's potential successor, as per the Times Sport. Wow. Um, I mean, this does very much feel like... Jurgen Klopp's going to be linked with a lot of jobs like this. Um Probably less so these days, other club fronts. There's maybe one or two clubs that you might still see him link with, perhaps a Real Madrid or maybe a Barcelona. I don't think Bayern Munich links ever going to go away. They will always persist, even though it's a club that you can't really see Jürgen going to. Maybe as like one last hurrah, but he doesn't seem like the kind of manager who would want to taint his reputation with the Borussia Dortmund fans, of course. But being linked with the England job does make sense. However, um, there's no there's no world that you can see where Jürgen's going to move uh, from Liverpool's, you know, command seat to being the nerve centre of England. Um, one thing that does kind of follow out from this, um, Fabrizio Romano has been tweeting, and he has tweeted this, uh, Jürgen Klopp has never been keen on being appointed as new Germany manager. Uh, he's 100% focused on Liverpool now, already discussing new signings with the board and insisting for Bellingham. Klopp and Liverpool board will also decide together on player contract situations. Um, and as we have seen um, yeah, in, you know, in recent weeks, you know, Jürgen Klopp's not long signed his contract extension. There's a, a new raft of younger players being drafted into the squad, starting to shape what Klopp 
is this Klopp 3.0 maybe at this point looks like um, certainly at least Klopp 2.0 at Liverpool um, it seems unlikely that he would jump ship and the national jobs will be there and it wouldn't shock you to see him become Germany manager at some point in the future of course um, but again not probably not now and it's just interesting that Florian Plettenberg uh, backs that up uh, with a tweet that simply says 0% thumb 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 up thumb up thumb up thumb up um, yeah take that to mean what you mean and that was slightly confusing because if you put that at the end of a you would think I 0% agree with what you said you know, we all say yeah 100% yeah 100% but I think what he's trying to say is that there's 0% um, interest from Jürgen Klopp in the Germany job, which, of course, yeah, backs up what I think we would all imagine to be the case at this point. Uh, into transfer talk, uh, the Anfield talk, reporting uh, via Santi underscore J underscore FM. Liverpool and Tottenham are tracking France striker Randall Colo Muani, which very much sounds like if you put your name into a random football player name generator, that's what you'd kind of come up with. Um, or like some, is he a regen from Footy Manager? Um, the article comes from Foot Mercato and is therefore poorly translated, but the Premier League is apparently making eyes at him. It is therefore not surprising to see several major European clubs closely follow his performance. Other English and Italian clubs whose names have not been filtered are very interested in the idea of recruiting him for the next summer transfer window. According to our information, these are Tottenham and Liverpool. The Spurs were already very hot to recruit him last summer, but had been doubted or been doubled by Frankfurt, who had won the bet. Hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll go into this a little bit more um, over on over on YouTube, of course, when we've had a chance to properly research him a little look, a little closer look at what he's like as a player. Um, but the Tottenham Hotspur thing would be quite funny uh, if Liverpool were to basically find out that Spurs have put a bid in for another player and then come in and gazump it. We did that last January. Uh, it worked very well in Liverpool's favour with Luis Diaz. Um, <clears throat> moving things forward again, then. And for your watch again, talking about um, the takeover. This is via ESPN. Um, apparently, the Qatari royal family is not interested in buying Liverpool, despite reports suggesting it is in the running to purchase the Premier League club. Um, now, what we saw last week, and I already referenced this, uh, Dave Lynch posted an article uh, on sportingnews.com um, talking about the proposals of a Qatari-Saudi consortium. I covered this on our Fan Interactive show on Sunday, I believe. Um which had a lot of, it was quite a vociferous claim. And, and speaking to Dave, we had him on a special show on Redman Plus to kind of go a little bit deeper on that. And he's he's well sourced this, but he believes that definitely is to be the case. This consortium does exist. However, um, this is, of course, uh, it would seem to be a slight aside to that. And whether this is just part of the, the parcel, part and parcel with the problem um, of differentiating between what is state ownership and what is private ownership, because in some instances there is a little bit of crossover between that and one of the things Dave explains was like the Saudi investment um, it was, it was the, the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund which is the, 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 the entity that bought Newcastle United does have ties to um, to Saudi the, the, the Saudi establishment um, the Qatari royal family saying they're not interested would be a relief to some of course you know not necessarily to everyone um, but it could just be part of a move to make sure that any bid that comes from Qatar is has got a clear delineation between the you know the, the, the royal family the ownership of the state and again private investment but yes according to ESPN the, the Qatari royal family not interested in buying Liverpool Um more from Fabrizio Romano. He claims Liverpool are really pushing for Jude Bellingham. Absolutely brilliant, really in-depth stuff there. 
Um, it is followed uh, by Christian Falk, uh, of, uh, who is at CF Bayern, uh, who I believe was the man who was very, very heavily behind the Thiago Alcantara to Liverpool rumours. Um, but he says, uh, Jude Bellingham prefers a move to Liverpool even without Champions League qualification. Uh, and this is also sort of corroborated, uh, you know, yet more smoke to the fire of Jude Bellingham to Liverpool uh, at Alto Bailey. Uh, it was a chef reporter for Sport Built and Built. Um, St. Jude Bellingham will inform Borussia Dortmund he wants to leave after the World Cup with Liverpool leading the race for his signature. That would be a significant step forward, although you can't imagine it's something that would be it would be it would be after the World Cup at the very, very earliest. He's not gonna upset his future when he's got to focus on focus on England, which makes perfect sense. Uh, ben Jacobs um, interesting little thread that he's put together, which I thought uh, certainly warranted some discussion. Um, uh, at Jacobs Ben on Twitter says Liverpool are front runners for Jude Bellingham largely because they've put in a lot of legwork. As previously reported, signing a top young talent isn't just about the fee, but, court, but, the, but the courting process which sounds very old-school dating, which I like to hear. Uh, LFC have always been excellent at pitching to players. And this typically includes meeting their family, having them talk to players, selling them on facilities, and making sure they know exactly what the move will be like away from just the football side. That's why, along with Jürgen Klopp's hands-on football pitch, Bellingham's friendship with Jordan Henderson could prove important. It's the same with Declan Rice and Mason Mount. Chelsea wise to use that to their advantage. Many clubs increasingly involve players in their pitch. Man City are Liverpool's serious rival for Bellingham currently Erling Haaland has already told him to join City haven't made their move yet but it's thought they will enter the race Chelsea have an active interest too but are not front runners failure to qualify for the Champions League may not be a deal breaker though and that applies to LFC too but convincing Bellingham to join without Champions League will be down to a trust in the project hence why Liverpool are in a strong position since they have laid more groundwork than most Real and PSG are two other clubs to watch Real believe Bellingham wants to join but have concerns over the fee. They don't want to pay above 100 million and the price will almost certainly be higher, especially if there is a bidding war. PSG president Nasser Al-Khalifi admits everyone wants Bellingham and the French champions are happy to spend big, but I am told Bellingham isn't sold on a move to Ligue 1. It's still an open race and Bellingham is expected to follow Haaland's example and score his suitors uh, to provide a more dispassionate uh, perspective. The next step after the World Cup will be a conversation with Dortmund, who aren't out ruling, uh, agreeing a new deal, aren't really out agreeing a new deal. This, as with Christopher Nkunku at Leipzig, doesn't prevent a summer exit. It just allows altered terms. This could be beneficial to Bellingham since he could agree improved short-term finances to use his leverage with suitors, and it may allow Dortmund to get the fee they want, which is around £130 million. Rail's confidence in Bellingham comes from the fact they don't believe he will sign and thus can lower and this can bid lower. An extension doesn't appear the most likely scenario, but even without one, uh, the volume of suitors would still suggest Rail may pay more or give up. Nothing will happen in January. Bellingham intends on seeing out the season, but in order to sign him next summer, suitors realise they need to move fast now due to the level of competition. Wow, absolutely hefty. Really, really interesting stuff, though. Uh, kind of reiterating a lot of what we knew already, but interesting to see it laid out in such a way uh, and uh, finally the video been doing the rounds of Jordan Henderson uh, and Jude Bellingham going out for a bit of tea as well really really good stuff and the charm offensive continues unabated um, yes we're going to continue to debate all of these little bits and pieces as I say uh, Thursday night's live show 
on YouTube. Uh, I will be going through this. I'll be getting the viewers' thoughts, feelings, and all that good stuff on all of these topics. And as mentioned, if you want to go deeper on any of them, then please do join us on redmenplus.com. We have the transfer show on a Monday. Uh, we've got Neil Jones from Goal on a Thursday. And we've got a whole host of amazing series to keep you occupied while the Reds are not in action Abate, they do return to action on Sunday and we will have that covered uh, as well. So make sure you join us over on redmenplus.com. Yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast and enjoying this new format podcast, then do leave a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are listening on as well. And other than that, up the Reds. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.